Welcome to Laughter is the Best Medicine. So today's episode is a little bit different. Instead of a story, I'm asking an intriguing question. What would the world be like if you could take a happy pill? Imagine a world where happiness was just a pill away. A world where all your worries and anxieties could be swept away with a single swallow. It sounds enticing, doesn't it? The idea of a happy pill has long captured the imaginations of people seeking a shortcut to eternal bliss. But what would this world actually look like? Would it be a utopia of constant smiles and carefree days? Or would it come with its own set of unforeseen consequences? In this thought-provoking episode, we're going to delve into the intriguing concept of a happy pill and the potential impact on society. From the ethical dilemmas it raises to the profound implications it could have on our daily lives, join me on a journey to uncover the hidden truths behind this enticing possibility. So buckle up and prepare to venture into a world where happiness is just a pill away. So what are the potential effects of a happy pill on mental health? The idea of a happy pill sparks a fascinating discussion about the potential effects it could have on mental health. On the surface, it seems like a dream come true. A solution to the rising rates of depression and anxiety that plague our society. However, it's important to consider the complexities of mental health and the potential consequences of a quick fix. While a happy pill may provide temporary relief, it raises questions about the long-term impact on our psychological well-being. One concern is the potential for a happy pill to mask underlying issues rather than addressing them. Mental health is a complex web of emotions, experiences, and traumas that cannot simply be erased with a pill. By numbing ourselves to negative emotions, we risk neglecting the necessary work of healing and self-reflection. Furthermore, reliance on a happy pill could lead to a diminished ability to cope with life's challenges as individuals may become dependent on the pill as a crutch rather than developing healthy coping mechanisms. Additionally, the potential effects of a happy pill on brain chemistry must be carefully considered. Altering the delicate balance of neurotransmitters responsible for mood regulation could have unintended consequences. As we know, the brain is a complex and interconnected system, and tampering with its natural processes 
may result in unforeseen side effects. It's crucial to conduct thorough research and clinical trials to fully understand the implications, something like a happy pill, on mental health before introducing it to the market. So what are the ethical considerations around this mythical happy pill? The concept of a happy pill raises a myriad of ethical considerations that must be carefully examined. One of the primary concerns is the potential for exploitation by pharmaceutical companies. The pursuit of profit may in fact overshadow the genuine desire to improve mental health, leading to the creation of a pill that promises happiness but delivers only temporary relief. This raises questions about the responsibility Big Pharma has to prioritize the well-being of individuals over financial gain. So another ethical dilemma revolves around the concept of personal autonomy. Should individuals have the right to alter their emotional state through the use of a pill? While on one hand, it can be argued that individuals should have the freedom to pursue happiness in whatever form they choose. On the other hand, it raises concerns about the authenticity of emotions and the impact on personal growth. If happiness becomes a commodity that can be purchased, will it lose its value? Will we lose touch with the true essence of human emotion? Furthermore, the potential for societal inequality must be considered. If a happy pill becomes available, will it be accessible to everyone or limited to those who can afford it? The disparity in access to mental health resources is already a significant issue, and the introduction of a happy pill could exacerbate these inequalities. It's essential to ensure that any advancements in mental health treatment are accessible to all individuals, regardless of their socioeconomic status. So what about the impact on personal relationships and social dynamics? The introduction of a happy pill would undoubtedly have a profound impact on personal relationships and social dynamics. On an individual level, it raises questions about the authenticity of emotions and the ability to form genuine connections. If happiness becomes a manufactured state, will our relationships lose their depth and meaning? Will we be able to empathize with others and truly understand their experiences? The reliance on a happy pill may lead to a society that avoids discomfort and conflict at all costs. Emotional growth often stems from navigating challenging situations and learning from adversity, as we all know. If we remove these challenges from our lives, we risk stagnation 
and even a lack of personal development. Our relationships may become superficial as we avoid difficult conversations and shy away from addressing conflicts. Additionally, the impact on social dynamics must be considered. If everyone were constantly in a state of happiness, will there be a shift in societal norms and expectations? Will happiness become the new standard, leaving little room for the full range of human emotions? The diversity of emotional experiences contributes to the richness of our human interactions and the depth of our connections. And I believe it's crucial to preserve this diversity and embrace the complexity of human emotions. So we also have to look at the implications of a happy pill on productivity and motivation. One potential consequence of a happy pill is its impact on productivity and motivation. On the surface, it may seem like a pill that guarantees happiness would lead to increased productivity and motivation. After all, a happy worker is a productive worker, right? However, the reality may be a little more nuanced. While a happy pill may provide short-term bursts of motivation, it raises questions about the sustainability of this kind of heightened state. Will individuals then become reliant on the pill to maintain this high level of motivation, leading to a decrease in intrinsic drive and self-motivation? Moreover, the pursuit of happiness may overshadow the pursuit of purpose and meaning. If we are constantly chasing happiness, will we then neglect other aspects of our lives that bring fulfillment, such as personal growth, relationships, and even contributing to society? Furthermore, the potential for a decrease in creativity should be considered. Let's face it, some of the greatest works of art, literature, and scientific discoveries have been born out of periods of sadness, introspection, and struggle. If we eliminate these emotional experiences, we may also diminish our capacity for innovation and creative thinking. So it's important to strike a balance between happiness and the full range of emotions in order to foster productivity and motivation. So what is the role of pharmaceutical companies in developing and marketing a happy pill? The development and marketing of a so-called happy pill would undoubtedly be the responsibility of pharmaceutical companies. While these companies have the potential to make significant advancements in mental health treatment, it is crucial to consider their motivations and the potential for exploitation. Pharmaceutical companies operate within a profit-driven industry where financial success is often prioritized over the well-being of individuals. The introduction of a happy pill could lead to the race for profits with companies trying to create the most viable 
marketable, and lucrative product. This raises concerns about the integrity of research and the transparency of clinical trials. It's crucial to ensure that rigorous scientific standards are always upheld and that the safety and efficacy of any kind of happy pill is thoroughly evaluated. So the role of marketing and advertising must also be carefully examined. The introduction of a hypothetical happy pill would undoubtedly be accompanied by persuasive marketing campaigns promising a life of eternal bliss. It's important for consumers to be critical of these messages and to consider the potential biases and vested interests of pharmaceutical companies. Transparency and informed decision-making are essential when it comes to mental health treatment. So what about any possible side effects or risks associated with taking a happy pill. So as with any medication, the potential side effects and risks must also be carefully considered. While the idea of a pill that guarantees happiness may be enticing, it's crucial to evaluate the potential trade-offs and unintended consequences. One possible risk is the development of dependency and withdrawal symptoms. If we become too reliant on a happy pill to maintain our well-being, we may experience difficulties when attempting to discontinue its use. This could result in a cycle of dependency and potential withdrawal symptoms, further complicating the already complex landscape of mental health. So we also need to look at the possible impact on physical health. What does this do with our brain chemistry? Does it alter it? Does it have unforeseen effects on other bodily systems? It's crucial to conduct thorough research to understand the potential risks and to prioritize the overall well-being of individuals. So the potential for over-medication and misuse is also something that would need to be carefully monitored. If a happy pill did become readily available, there is a risk of some individuals self-medicating without appropriate guidance and supervision. This could lead to improper dosage, interactions with other medications, and potential harm it would be essential to establish strict guidelines and regulations to ensure the safe and responsible use of any happy pill that may be developed. So, the concept of a happy pill sparks a fascinating debate between happiness and authenticity. On one hand, the allure of a pill that guarantees happiness may be difficult to resist. After all, who wouldn't want to live in a state of eternal bliss? This is one of the big reasons why people use uh, alcohol and drugs and things like that. So a happy pill raises questions about the true nature of happiness and the importance of authenticity in our emotional experiences. 
So if happiness became a manufactured state, it might lose its value. We may not appreciate the highs and lows of our emotions. The full range of human emotions contributes to our understanding of the world around us and the understanding of ourselves. It is often through the contrast of emotions that we gain a deeper appreciation for happiness. Without the contrast, happiness may just become a mundane and unremarkable state. So the pursuit of happiness may overshadow the pursuit of authenticity. If we prioritize the external appearance of happiness over the genuine experience of emotions, we risk losing touch with our true selves. Authenticity requires vulnerability and the willingness to embrace the full spectrum of emotions, even the uncomfortable ones. It is through this authenticity that we form genuine connections and cultivate a strong sense of self. So it's important to consider all these things if in the future we develop a happy pill. And while a happy pill may provide temporary relief, it cannot replace the richness and depth of authentic emotions. So while the concept of a happy pill may be alluring, it's essential to consider alternative approaches to happiness and well-being. Happiness is, of course, a very complex and multifaceted concept that simply can't be reduced to a simple pill. Instead, it requires a holistic approach that encompasses various aspects of our lives. So one alternative approach is the cultivation of mindfulness and self-awareness. By developing a deeper understanding of our emotions and thought patterns, we can gain insight into the sources of our happiness and well-being. Mindfulness practices such as meditation and journaling and gratitude can help us become more attuned to our emotional experiences and develop a sense of gratitude for the present moment. So, also, fostering meaningful connections and nurturing relationships is very crucial for our happiness and well-being. Human connection provides a sense of belonging and support, allowing us to navigate life's challenges with much greater resilience. Investing time and energy into building and maintaining relationships can have a profound impact on our overall happiness. So it's important to explore these alternative approaches and also to recognize that happiness is a journey and not a destination. While a happy pill may promise a shortcut to happiness, true fulfillment comes from within and requires ongoing effort 
and self-regulation. In conclusion, the concept of a happy pill presents a fascinating exploration into the potential future of mental health treatment. While the idea of a pill that guarantees happiness may be enticing, it definitely raises a multitude of ethical considerations, potential risks, and profound implications for society as a whole. So the hypothetical world with happy pills would undoubtedly be one of convenience and temporary relief. It raises questions about the authenticity of emotions, the impact on personal relationships, the potential decrease in productivity and motivation, and the role of pharmaceutical companies in the development of marketing such a pill. And of course, the potential risks and side effects with a mythical happy pill would need to be carefully evaluated to ensure the overall well-being of individuals. So what do we do instead? We consider alternative approaches to happiness and well-being that prioritize authenticity, mindfulness, meaningful connections, and finding purpose in our lives. These approaches recognize the complexity of human emotions and the value of the full range of experiences. So, as we venture into the future, it's essential to approach the concept of a happy pill with caution and critical thinking. While advancements in mental health are undoubtedly important, it's crucial to prioritize the overall well-being and authenticity of individuals. Happiness may be an enticing concept, but it is a journey that requires effort, self-reflection, and the willingness to embrace the full spectrum of emotions. So let us continue on this journey, seeking happiness in its truest form and embracing the richness of our human experience. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm Leslie Riappel, the Gratitude Coach. And I believe a great coach can take you further than you can take yourself. If coaching is something you are looking for, I'd love to explore that with you. Just check out our website, laughtersthebestmedicine.com, and go to the coaching page to book a session today. You may also enjoy our Podia site, mindfulsuccessfulliving.com, for all of our wonderful products, programs, and services. Thanks for joining me today. I'll see you next time.